Alright, welcome back. And uh, first off, we did want to wish a belated Happy New Mother's Day to all of you moms out there. I have no doubt that our mom is probably listening to this episode. Um, yeah, possibly she my is. Wife. Yeah. So uh, we just really appreciate all that you guys do. And um, it's just pretty incredible uh, the support you guys have for not just being a mom, but also a wife. And mm-hmm. um, we just really appreciate you guys. So uh, as far as getting into some news for this week, uh, first one is from Disney. And they have actually announced that they have plans to unify Hulu into one app with uh, Disney Plus, uh, basically kind of streamlining their content access. Hmm. So, yeah, uh, while they clearly noted that the twos will still be under separate subscriptions, unless, of course, you go for the bundle plan, uh, it will help with having one last app to work with, something that I kind of felt like they should have been always doing since the beginning of Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Kind of just to entice more people to the Disney side of things from at least a Hulu viewer (laughs) standpoint. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Feels like they should have done that a little while back, but... uh better late than ever i suppose yeah yeah i think uh and the only minor drawback to that is that they will be raising their um ad free tier uh once that does go into place so um Hmm. just obviously there's always money involved with (laughs) transitions and changes so uh but yeah like i said outside of that i feel like that's a good move on their end yeah, for sure. Um, and actually, uh, speaking of online providers, YouTube TV has hit 6.3 million subscribers. And while this isn't necessarily major news, it is indicative of another crazy thought, and that is the fall of cable TV. Hmm. Satellite and cable TV have hit an all-time 30-year low. There's been a 10% loss for cable providers and a 13% for satellite providers. With that in mind, online providers have become more and more prevalent with YouTube sitting as the number one online service. Even live TV services are not doing well. According to 9to5Google, Hulu with live TV reportedly lost 100,000 subscribers in quarter one of this year, while Sling TV lost 200,000 and Fubo TV lost 160,000. Uh, so th- it's pretty incredible, honestly. And I figured this was going to happen, uh, ever since YouTube TV came out. I think it was like in 2016. I'm not sure exactly, but, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, JD? Um, I mean, it's not really too much of a surprise that they're kind of at, at the head of everything when it comes to subscriptions on live TV. Um, I've actually tried quite a few of them. Uh, like you said, Hulu TV, I've tried Fubo and I mean, I like what they have. Uh, the fact that I have Hulu, you know, would make it obvious that, oh, I'd, I'd stick with Hulu TV. But I actually tried out YouTube TV, and um, I, I really do like the, their layout, just their interface, and things are pretty simple. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's I feel like they've done a good job with it, and, yeah, they have been around for quite a few years now. So, um, yeah, I, I, think, uh, I think the acquisition of the um, – the Sunday ticket deal with the NFL kind of will help with that just because yeah. more and more people will cater towards you that, know, that sports Avenue. But, um, I mean, not everyone is going to go to football, but <laughs> I'm sure there's other sports out there that people prefer, but, uh, yeah. So yeah, for sure. Uh, going to the opposite side of the court with Apple, uh, we actually have reports from one of the more popular tech analysts out there, Jeff Poo, uh, stating that he believes there is a concern with component complications that could delay the arrival of the iPhone 15 and 15 Plus. Mm. Uh, this is actually due to the 48 megapixel sensor that the base lineup is expected to adopt from last year's Pro model. Okay. Um, yeah, I did so, see that. 
Yeah. So um, for right now, it looks like we may still have those on time, but you know there could be a possible delay. Um, he didn't actually say this in the article, and I'm not sure if that's what he's thinking, but it could even mean that they may just skip the 48 megapixel adoption this year hmm. and uh, save it for next year's base 16s. So that's just speculation on my part, though. Yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily terrible when you think about it, since the devices do have to differ somewhat in terms of quality and use and, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, so while I'm not too upset about it, it is a little disappointing that we won't be getting that at least this year, but uh, I kind of understand. Yeah, I mean, like, it, you kind of see the trickle effect of, you know, last year's iPhone 14 Pros, you know, are starting mm-hmm. to have an effect on this year's iPhone 15s, and I'm sure yeah. this year's 15 Pros are going to have an effect on next, next year's 16s. Next year's 16s, yeah. Yeah, yeah that so makes it's sense. kind of just how they're doing things, and... Um, I mean, like like you said, I don't think it's necessarily a crucial thing. I, I do believe that these sensors help out and make a difference on some level. Uh, mm-hmm. However, I feel like a lot of it has been over. I feel like a lot of this has been overshadowed by Apple's issue with the uh, post image processing that's been going on. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like uh, that's something that really needs to be addressed long before they think about, you know, adjusting the sensors on this year or even next year's Absolutely. Um, iPhones. So uh, we've seen a lot of people complain about that online. And so I feel like that's a major um, drawback on this. So, yeah, I would say that it needs to be the first thing they fix before, uh, they even release that on the base models to have 48 megapixels. But yeah, that's just me, but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and we've talked about that too, just, just with, you know, the major companies out there, Samsung, Google, Apple, just having that ability to work with the software, uh, and using, you know, the chips inside to better enhance the photography. But I think Apple's been doing a little bit of some odd things lately that a lot of people are not big fans of. So, Yeah, totally agree with you right there. Uh, staying on topic with Apple, they're now giving users a one-month free trial for an MLS season pass. Hmm. You can start this trial anytime before October 31st, and once the subscription is up, subscribers will pay the normal amount of $14.99, or if you have TV+, Plus, it will be only $12.99 per month unless you otherwise cancel. I'm not a huge soccer fan, actually. Uh, I don't know about you, but... Uh, well, there's just another does... sport right there, yeah. Yeah, I there's mean, another sport. For those who don't like football, there you go. You got uh, football. Football, yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, there, There's a whole lot of people around the world, especially when it comes to FIFA, that are just super into it. I mean, personally, I'm more of a football uh, type guy, and I even enjoy a little bit of baseball here and there, but... Uh, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, I mean, to I mean, that's a whole... That's not a week. That's a whole month, right? Yeah. One whole wow, month. that's pretty good. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know how many games are in a month, but yeah, I don't know a whole lot about <laughs> soccer, regardless. <laughs> but uh, I don't want to sound uh, like I know everything about it, regardless. But yeah, yeah, we have our limitations on knowledge. So, uh, and I do know a lot of uh, friends and family that, that follow soccer. I just I mm-hmm. can't quite get into it. I've got too many other things going on. So one more professional sport gets thrown in there, and it, it's just not worth it to me. So <laughs> yeah, hard to keep track when you're. Was watching them all a lot, but uh, yeah, yeah, we'll move right along to deals here. And the first one is the Anchor 525 charging station. Um, just for you know, specs and stuff, real quick, it has two USB C ports, two USB ports, and three house plugs on the back of it. Hmm. This deal is on Amazon, and you can get it for 50 from its original price of 66 bucks. 
uh, making it a 25% discount. A uh, side note, I actually got this from my wife uh, just this last week, and she really loves it. She has an iPad, a watch, and an iPhone, and it gets difficult charging each device one at a time. Yeah. So this really cuts out a lot of time, especially when this device actually charges at 65 watts. So you're getting all those in one bundle and only for 50 bucks. So that's pretty good deal right there. Yeah, that is pretty impressive. Uh, I mean, the fact that, I mean, obviously each device has its own limit, but at least, you know, you're going to get the maximum amount of charging speed on them. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, In the middle here, we have the JBL Extreme 2s. They're seeing a massive discount of $250 down from $430. So, um, yeah, you can get those for $150, almost nearly 60% savings there. So, pretty impressive. That is, goodness. On another big deal here, uh, we mentioned the Watch Ultra and how it had some discounts, uh, I think it was a couple weeks ago, but now the Watch Ultra with the yellow ocean band is a, has a whopping $98 discount coming in at $702, uh, $702, this making it the lowest price for any Watch Ultra, and normally those things are about 800 bucks. so... Yeah, that's hmm. pretty solid right there. If you've been looking in the market to get one and you've just been waiting for that low-cut price, this is probably your best uh, count. And obviously, you can get a different watch band after you buy that one. But Okay, so that's band-specific right there for that deal? It is. I did check on the other, um, uh, other band options, and it looked like it was only this one, as far as okay. I'm aware. So just keep that in mind for um, you viewers who are listening in. Yeah, so getting back into the final piece of news, though, uh, the EU has approved the $69 billion merger between Activision and Microsoft. Uh, So far, this Mm. has actually been the only positive news that the two companies have received, uh, considering we've recently uh, relayed to you guys about the CMA decision that they made with blocking the acquisition, as well as, you know, FTC's negative voice on the matter this past winter. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll say that although this gives some hope for the big gaming giant, um, even if Microsoft manages to wheedle its way past the FTC in hopes for a reversal on the matter, it still has to win that appeal over in Britain with the CMA. So I just feel like that's almost a virtual impossibility right there. Mm. And it's very likely that if either one does stay within their uh, original decision, that this deal probably will not go through. So, Yeah, I kind of agree with you right there. Just they already are a major company and you know yeah when yep. you have companies that gather around a lot more of other businesses they grow exponentially uh if you will yeah and uh yeah i love microsoft i love the games that they have and uh that provide you know i'm a big fan of the xbox and stuff like that but kind of like how we were talking about last time um i'm kind of on the fence but mostly towards i hope this really doesn't go through because i feel like they should be their own separate entities, but that's just my personal Yeah, exactly. Opinion. Yeah, I mean, we've seen companies do that where it hasn't been majorly um, unfair. Like, you know, with Google, they had YouTube. You know, they acquired them back in the day. Um, right, Facebook, yeah. they had um, Instagram. So, like, there was, like, little things, and I feel like even though Instagram was a little bit more, you know, uh, at, at, a, at a good peak versus YouTube back in the beginning, um, this is definitely a major disadvantage because I feel like Activision is a full-fledged, full-throttle company right there. So, Yeah, absolutely. Um, in a past episode, we had mentioned that Apple would be releasing the M3 chipset next year, yep. and uh, rumors actually indicated that they will be doing that with the Macs, uh, mainly like the uh, iMacs, I believe. 
Um, but now we have some information that by the end of this year, the next the next MacBook lineup will have the M3 chips in it. Uh, the chipset will be made using a three nanometer fabrication process. The reason why oh, I mentioned okay. that is because another source actually confirms this, uh, saying that Apple had already booked nearly 90% of TSMC's three nanometer production capacity for this year. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so that provides a little bit of evidence for this possible rumor here to be true. Uh, I'd already mentioned the predicted benchmarks on that episode, and while it was a little bit crazy because I did loads of math and uh, JD was kind of iffy about it, <laughs> I went into a lot of detail. <laughs> it's it's yeah. not exactly what we might think, but uh, that episode is there for you guys to listen to. Um, for sure, it, the chipset will be on top of the game for Apple and their ecosystem. Yeah, yeah, they seem to definitely, you know, class leading in many aspects. Um not so much. I don't feel like gaming necessarily, but they definitely have no. a lot of horsepower to them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's um. Now that you said that's just for the pros this fall. Is that what's going on? Because I know we're getting the uh, 15 inch uh, MacBook Air with the M2. So they're going to actually start getting the M3s out this fall. Is that what that's saying? Yes. Yeah, so according okay. to the article, it seems that there will be another Air release by the end of this year, possibly along with the normal MacBook Pro. Um, and then I think the, um, I think there was another one I can't remember. Oh, was it an iMac? Well, I think the article mentioned that the iMac will be for next year. That will have the oh, M3 chip okay, in I next gotcha. year. So um, are they staggering that release then as far as, because it sounds like the lower screen size is actually going to get the M3 in the fall? That's that's what the article seems to indicate. It's kind of okay, worded a little bit weird. Um, yeah, but I know. At <laughs> least from how I was able to perceive the information, uh, that's how it how it seemed but uh yeah if you guys are a little bit confused in that you can check out the article we'll leave it in the link down in the description so yeah i don't that's kind of odd because i don't really think apple would stagger their uh chip updates based on screen sizes so if as far as tiers that makes sense because you have like we well, used to have the original macbook uh then you got the macbook air and then the macbook pro but typically all those all the screen sizes within those, those tiers would actually get the upgraded chips, but to actually have like the 15 inch get the M2 and then the lo- the smaller screen get the M3 later in the fall, that's a little bit interesting. So we'll definitely have to see how that unfolds. Yeah, for sure. But uh, after talking about this at length for the past few months, the wait is finally over. Uh, virtually all the rumors have come to fruition. And really the only thing left is the final opinions on what we have seen take place at Google I.O. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, clearly, we've reviewed what all three models are expected to have and all the specs that entail them. So, obviously, we won't bore you with that. No. Uh, since they pretty much all came true. Uh, but we'll kind of recap what caught our eye, maybe what caught us off guard, maybe a little bit of what we didn't like, which I'm sure there's some in there. Uh, I think mm-hmm. the one thing to start off with that definitely caught my eye was the Pixel tab and the fact that uh, that was probably one of the only rumors that didn't come true. And it was in a good way. It was $100 cheaper. Yeah. So yeah, I think we had it pecked at uh, six hundred dollars, and it mm-hmm. came in at four ninety nine. So, um, and on top of that, they even bundled the speaker dock. So I was like, that was probably one of the most impressive um, releases that I think they had at Google I/O. Which was something actually that uh, we kind of mentioned that possibly they weren't they were going to leave them separate. Yes, um, that's so right. So yeah. I'm really glad that both those rumors didn't come to fruition, and that we got. Um, those two bundled together for 500 bucks. I mean, that's you can't really get better, any better than that. And I think Pixel has been really good about keeping their prices fairly low, uh, at least for uh, their main products. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely for sure. Yeah, and I think um, I mean that's going to get a lot of um, mainstream news and reviews. Uh, you're going to probably see that pegged up against the uh, Samsung tabs. Um, yeah, the iPads, probably even One Pluses. Um, I'm sure. So yeah, I'll, and I like you said, I, th- I feel like that price is definitely very competitive. If you were to you know put it up against Apple, uh, that's uh, Apple does start I think uh, fifty bucks cheaper. But they also only have a base storage of 64 gigs versus 128 on the Pixel Tab. They have half, half the RAM. So instead of eight, you're getting four. And then Google, like we said, is including the, Pix, uh, the speaker dock. So, I mean, it really is quite an amazing um, bundle right there. I'm not sure if that's going to be like for the length of its existence or if that's just a... Um, you know, introductory promo kind of bundle deal. Mm-hmm. But for now, that's really what they're they're going for. Um, and that price was true as far as the speaker dock. So it was $130, but you can grab that uh, with the bundle of the Pixel Tab. Yeah, there were actually a couple things, though, that I was kind of put off by this. Uh, the first one is mainly having the super large bezels on the display. I know it's a first for Pixel, but I feel like they had the technology by now where they've basically copied off a pixel to make it a bigger tablet uh, that they would have been able to do that. I'll give them a little bit of slack, I guess, since it is their first pad, but it just seemed a little bit off to me. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think when you, uh, not to compare it one, once again to the iPad, but I mean, they do have some thick bezels around, uh, even like my iPad Air, for example, they have some thick bezels. And I feel like that's actually good for, you know, everyday use where you're not getting accidental touches. So I guess as, you know, as long as it's not going like crazy thick, um, hopefully that should, you know, suffice for most people. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think the ratio is pretty good though. It's, it's it looked like it was yeah. uh, consistent all around the actual border. So it wasn't if it too were, bad. Like, kind of off, then I would be, yeah, that's a horrible design. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing was the case, uh, the case looked okay. The only thing that really was weird to me was the stand it wasn't even indented Hmm. into the actual back of the case it's just out there and i feel like if i were to use that the the stand would be kind of a hindrance just when you're holding the case when you're holding the case on the pad uh and it you can still utilize the dock obviously because it's made specifically for that as well but for me the case just seems a little odd (laughs) but Hmm. yeah i guess i didn't catch that part that it didn't have any indents on the back but i mean yeah i I can kind of see what you're talking about i mean in my mind i guess i can see both sides where it kind of gives you some sort of something to hold on to or or to put your finger on and grab so that way it's not going to slip out but yeah i I can see where how some people would find that a little bit annoying um and it's 80 bucks and yeah that's right it is 80 bucks i saw that online that's that's an insane i don't know (laughs) it's probably just another it's just another one of those Apple things where it's uh, they make their money on accessories, so it's probably not too uncommon for big companies to yeah. charge outrageous prices for their uh, cases. Yeah, for real though. But yeah, that's. Uh, I wonder if that's just gonna be like a magnet thing, where it kind of snaps on the like closer to the back when it's folded up, or if it's like gonna be a really uh, firm, stiff. Yeah, that's um, kind of what spring. I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, that that'll be. Um, well, I'm, I'm look, kind of looking forward to seeing how. Um, that tab comes out as far as when we review it and such. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the one thing I actually didn't like was the price for the fold. So $1,800, I mean, obviously that's what we were expecting from the rumors, but right. even when they came out from the rumors, I was just, 
I'm just not a fan of that. I mean, I get that it's uh, it's right there with Samsung, but I mean, Samsung is constantly discounting their their products, and I'm kind of hoping that f- Google kind of follows through with that. Yeah, uh, you actually see them doing that with uh, the Pixel Watch right now. Instead of uh, three forty nine, it's two ninety nine. So that's right on their website. So mm-hmm. hopefully, we can actually kind of see that uh, get a discount here in in the, in the coming months. Um, I actually saw a remark online about how people that uh, complained about the iPhone 14 having a previous gen processor and yet the Pixel Fold has a Tensor G2, which is going to be outdated pretty soon here come fall when the uh, 8 comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then on top of that, the Tensor series isn't even really class leading in many aspects. So it's just, I don't know. I really wasn't a big fan of that pricing. Um, I think the only thing it really did have, did have going for it was... Uh, you know, giving that uh, Pixel Watch as a come on for the pre-order. I was going to say, yeah, that's that's a part of that addition as well. Um, one other thing that I noticed, and maybe this is just my perception of how it looked on the video, but um, when the display was reflecting off of light, it looked pretty cheap. Uh, as far as I saw, it seemed low quality. Again, I might be mistaken, but that's kind of what I observed. I don't know if you saw that either, JD, but it was weird to me. Uh, yeah, actually, I did notice that. I wasn't sure if there was like a screen protector on there, but typically when you do like a promo video, you want to give it like its best look. So I'm betting that's probably something going on with the, um, you know, glass protection. Or how it's set. How it's set. Yeah. yeah. So I, that may, that may be hard to say because, um, I'm not sure how often you'll notice that depending on what the uh, display brightness is going to be at, mm-hmm. but definitely when you're hitting it straight on and, and the lights at it from an angle. Um, yeah, I could kind of see that being an annoyance. We'll kind of have to see how that comes out with uh, people reviewing it and if that becomes an issue. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't really make too much note of that, but yeah, it's, it's worth pointing out though. I definitely agree. Yeah. One other thing is for, or one other thing uh, we want to mention as well is AI. And uh, just like last year, they really put out a lot of stuff with regards to AI. And it turned out for the best, I think. Uh, I believe that this time it was actually aimed at a wide range of individuals rather than just a few. Uh, Photographers, coders, emoji fans, wallpaper lovers, map users, messaging, you name it. Uh, and actually, the 3D map immersion, that was something that I found really cool because that's yeah. something that I've been looking forward to for quite a while now. And oh, yeah, I mean, generally speaking, uh, and there are plenty of additional discussions that we could have concerning the usage of AI, um, you know, in the public and stuff. There are a lot of people that have concerns with that. I didn't even Google, but we could talk about that for a while, I'm sure. So. Yeah. 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 There were definitely a lot of useful features. They, uh, I feel like they really drove home the whole entire, you know, taking responsible steps with AI. Really though. But yeah, as far as, as far as the, uh, innovations that they've been making and kind of their response to chat GBT, I think it's been pretty impressive. Um, you know, from composing emails to kind of even, um, what we were talking about photography where kind of create, you can create images out of like thin air, basic, basically requesting it. So definitely really impressive. Um, No, that was it. Sorry if I, I um, went first. I just, I think it wasn't your fault. I think I was talking less than you. So I kind of wanted to balance it out just a bit. Okay. 
But yeah, you guys can check all the uh, all the hardware that Google announced at I.O. in the description as well mm-hmm. as they released a video entitled Google I.O. in under 10 minutes, which I think is great yeah. for those that want to get like a bird's eye view of what took place. I think even other um, publishers actually made their own video of kind of compiling. I think CNET had one and uh, you saw one as well, didn't you? Yeah, The Verge, they released an 18-minute version of it as well. So depending on if you want to see a little more thorough version, you can kind of uh, check those out in the links in the description. So, Yeah, and I think the only other thing that I wanted to take note of was as far as that whole entire um, Pixel Watch freebie, uh, just pay attention because the GPS only model is eligible as a free gift as well. The yes. LTE is also eligible. So that's actual, that's an extra $50 that you can get. Um, because mm-hmm. I think it's, what is that? Three ninety nine is what the LTE so. model sells for. Yeah. So it's like, you might as well just go for the LTE model if you really want it. Um, they're not going to actually tack on an extra $50. That's just going to stay there as a freebie. Yeah, that's good. But uh, outside of that, yeah, that was pretty much our uh, recap on the Google I.O. event. And that'll actually do it for this week's episode. We certainly hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, we will definitely be back next week with more news and rumors. This is J.D. and Riley signing off. Peace out. Peace out.